The WW Review is proud to be sponsored by the Theme Park Brothers. Check out Jordan and Cameron's Walt Disney World adventures. Most recently, check out their videos, which include full resort walkthroughs of the Grand Floridian, the Contemporary, the Polynesian, and the Coronado Springs construction updates. Follow them on Twitter at Theme Park Boys and on their Facebook and YouTube page, which is the Theme Park Brothers. WDW Review. I am your host, Chris Malik, and I'm joined by Peter Ponacorvo. Peter, how you doing? Good. Welcome back. Welcome you back. And everyone else out there. Right? I almost busted off a little Mr. Kata, right? Do you remember that? You started. Yeah. <laughs> Why you gotta miss my head? Signed, Epstein's mother. Head. I like it. Pete, we've been on the air for literally 15 seconds and it's already off the rail. How did that happen? This is terrible. Uh, it's us. All right. Pete, you and I and our best buddy, Michael, and his beautiful wife, Christina, are joining us today. Michael, Christina, how are you guys? Good. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Hey, Michael, how's that creepy eye you have? <laughs> it's clearing up. It's clearing it's up? Right. <laughs> All right. Come on. Explain. Give a further explanation here. There's really no explanation except for <laughs> the other day I walk out into the living room and Christina looks at me like I'm the crypt keeper or something. What the heck like, is wrong with your eye? What is wrong with your eye? I'm like, what? Oh man! And I look in the mirror and one whole side of my eye is just red, like blood. And I was like, I've never had that happen, but I looked it up and it's like a just burst blood vessels. So I guess I'm okay. It's going away. It's pretty creepy though. My kids wouldn't look at me either. Yeah, that's that's pretty rough. That's pretty rough. Um, hey, Pete, Michael, Christina, you ready? I, I prepared this line all day. Okay, I got one line. Okay. This is because of today's show. I am officially going to rock you like a hurricane. Oh, Come on, it's a Scorpions reference. If you Some can't toss it, a... don't change, folks. If you can't toss it, a Scorpions I, reference. I told you we'd be back. I said better. I, you I said that. Wrong. I never said I, we were gonna be better. I, I know. 
I, I said we'd be as mediocre as ever. All right. Michael, Christina. So here's what we wanted to do today. You know, we knew Hurricane Irma hit. And, you know, we wanted to talk about it with you. You being Florida residents. And really the range of emotion that kind of was displayed from Florida residents. Really from the start to the end. It ran the gamut. But we wanted to talk about that. And kind of make this a hurricane prep show. Hurricane, uh, you know, build up. The media portrayal. Some of your frustrations. Let's talk everything about this hurricane and see if we can't learn a little bit and, um, you know, talk about potentially what would happen in the future if another one were to be, say, in the Caribbean. What what what, what, what name could we give that one, Pete? Uh, I think of Maria. Maria. That sounds good. Perhaps Maria Lee comes. Jose. <laughs> there we go. All right. So you ready to go, Michael? We are ready. Christina, you ready to go? You'll notice she's sitting further away from you because she still thinks it might be contagious. Right, Mike? It's not just the eye. (laughs) Just permanent. (laughs) Okay. All right, so here's my first question. So, you know, we we knew this was coming in your general direction. When do they start, you know, give us a timeline. So we knew this hit. When was the day it was supposed to hit Florida? Do you remember the specific date? Well, that changed because they kept changing things. Um, But, you know, it was supposed to, we knew, hit around Sunday. Okay. Uh, We were told the weekend. And and that changed anywhere from Saturday night to back to Friday, Friday, then to Saturday, and then to Sunday. Um, It just kind of kept changing. I mean, I know that's the nature of nature. Yeah. You you know, you can predict as much as you can. But, yeah, it, it started changing. And, and they really let us know really far ahead of time. That's my question so. was how far in advance did you guys really get warnings? Because, you know, up here we're watching the Weather Channel. Well, I am, you know, for my job. And we see this vague tropical depression forming out, you know, just over the Atlantic somewhere. And they seem to have a predetermined path when it's still, you know, 2,000 miles away. And, and I couldn't quite tell how they could ascertain the exact path it was going to take. And they were pretty close. But when did you guys get warnings for that? So we're talking really? Sunday potential. It was like the week before. I would say about a week out. Okay. Yeah, it was about a week out because they. I, I was very impressed with Florida's plan. I mean, the governor was right there. I mean, we had this similar situation with Matthew last year um, to where we had a warning ahead of time and um, you know, there's prep, but this time it seemed a lot different. It seemed more dire this time, and and uh, the way they were preparing for it, it was actually impressive for people from Ohio who had never really been through something like this before. Mm-hmm. Um, the steps of the evacuations, the way that they um, turned the tolls off, so you didn't have to worry about that. The way they, you know, flow the roads to to make sure that traffic isn't an issue so many different things that the wheels were in motion. There's a fine line between impressive and scary. Yeah, it was a little (laughs) scary. Yeah. Okay. So they built it up and they knew it was coming your way. They talked about things like, you know, cataclysmic and potentially the worst hurricanes Florida's ever seen. And so, you know, I know Florida residents, you know, we're, we're friends on Facebook, but I'm friends with a lot of people in Florida. 
And, and they all had the same kind of mindset where, you know, we're Floridians. We've seen hurricanes before. We're going to stock up. We're going to try and take care. But ultimately, they didn't think they were they were going to evacuate. And then that kind of story changed as the week went along. And it was telling, the governor was telling you, Rick Scott was telling you guys, all right, you got to go. You've got to go at this point. When did you really start taking this seriously or knowing this was something different? Well, I, when we look at that too, we, this is kind of some of the issue we were having was we were being told, not us in particular, being in Central Florida, Floridians, yes, were being told they needed to evacuate certain the Keys, um, Miami, um, certain areas there, and then they they went to Tampa and started, you know, kind of getting those areas figured out who needed to to go. Um, but we were never told to evacuate. We were it was not a curfew, uh, right? But we were never told to evacuate in our our county. They did say there was a voluntary. Um, evacuation of people who were in manufactured, manufactured homes or, you know, uh, th- things like that that wouldn't withstand the winds, okay. um, and they were asked to go to a shelter. So uh, the issue we started having was everyone up north saying, apparently the whole state of Florida needs to evacuate. And I can't even imagine what would happen to the people who were in dangers and harm's way if everyone in Florida decided to up and evacuate. It just doesn't work like that. I mean, that's a lot of people. I had a lot of friends evacuate, and it took them 10, 12 hours just to get out of Florida and not even halfway through Georgia. You know, you raise a good point. Pete, what was your understanding? When they were telling people to evacuate, did you think it was specific to counties, or did you think it was the state? What did you think? Um, well... I knew it was specific areas in each county. Okay. But only because of Matthew last year, mm-hmm. I was on the verge of being sent down there to help. So I kind of had an idea of how this was supposed to work. Okay. Well, but you... other than that, I mean, I, mean it, I only knew that because of prior experience. That's all. Then you guys had to step up on me because in my mind's eye, you know, when I'm hearing the governor tell us to evacuate us, like I'm a Floridian, <laughs> tell us to evacuate. I'm thinking literally everybody in the state of Florida is in a danger zone because I knew they had called to go up, you know, the Gulf side. I knew they had then changed it and was going right up the spine. So in my mind's eye, I was like, hey. He's telling everybody to evacuate. And so I was talking with my wife over breakfast saying, how do they do that? There's, there's, correct me if I'm wrong, there's like three expressways that lead out of the state. How do they get that many people to vacate the state at this point? I was like, this is a disaster. This is a nightmare. And then, of course, you're looking at Facebook and social media. And yeah, you're right. Like, beef accident stuck on the expressway for 10 hours to get to, uh, you know, uh, 180 miles out, you know up on the state I was like how is this going to work so I wasn't even aware it was you know countywide yeah there's just there's certain they wanted to make sure of course that the coastal areas um, and each there's evacuation zones in each of those counties so um, uh, the job I'm working for right now is out of St. Pete which is right by Tampa Um, there's certain 
evacuation zones within there. There's A, B, C, you know, and when you're, you need to know what your zone is. So um, everybody was talking about that. So I went on because we weren't too prepared as far as that went um, because they said everyone should know their zone. Well, I went to our county's website and our county doesn't have zones. Hmm. Um, So at that point, I'm like, well, if we don't even have evacuation zones, then we're obviously not uh, the ones that they're asking to leave. Yeah, concerned with. Okay, that's a good point. So (laughs) did your mindset change then when they projected the hurricane right over the center of the state? What well, you you can say? I, I, I'll let Christina kind of say what she thought, and then yeah, I'll, her, her Snickers kind of led us to <laughs> jump to a conclusion there. Anyway, yeah. tell me what your thoughts were. I think we just had a difference. There's the one side of us that thought, you know, maybe we should go um, because family was worried about us, and it would be a lot easier on us if we just would go because then we could stop hearing about it um (laughs) i'm sorry but also we i i think me personally i went into what do we need to do to prepare for it more seriously than i had before it never became to me that we needed to leave it became to me did we have enough water did we have enough food did we have enough to um take care of the boys and if we ran out of power was everything going to be okay um, after the initial storm. I think I was more worried about that. I was more worried about the power afterwards um, and that sort of situation. And a few people we know and the neighbors across the street had boarded their house, and we hadn't. So then you start doing that, looking around, what have other people done and we didn't, and should we have? Hmm. Um, so that's where we started going. Not so much, we had made up our mind we were staying. I mean, Christina has a job to do. I have a job to do. We can't, you know, just gallop up to Ohio and, you know, spend time with family. And then what if it had gone through like Matthew did for us? Yeah. And it just rained for like an hour and a half and then it was done. Well, then school would have been in session the next day. So, you know, it's it's one of those things to where you kind of have to look at that, too. Yeah, I guess in the center of the state, you do have to be. Uh, you know, you, you have to have uh, a cautious mindset. That's That would make sense. Christina, what did you think when it was projected for the middle of the state? I think because Matthew really didn't do anything um, where we're currently at. Um, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, so when they were saying, okay, Category 4 hitting, you know, directly above Polk County and, you know, that's where we live and it just um I, it just got real you know i immediately started to to really get scared i didn't know what to think you know i think the the anticipation of not knowing what was going to happen was actually worse than what happened it's a it's a completely valid point and i think that brings in my next question so you were scared and you know, I think all of that, a lot of that was, honestly, the news media loved it. They loved it for ratings. You know, they agreed, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and I don't want to make light in the least to any of the, the people that passed away, you know, in the Caribbean islands or the devastation in the Keys right now, which is, which is, you know, un- unprecedented. But 
I mean, the, every media outlet had a news crew down there. Every one of them had their L.L. Bean, you know, hurricane coats on, and they were standing in the 130-mile-an-hour winds. So, you know, I, I get, you probably hated the turning on the news and listening to news reports because every one of them, <laughs> if they could have opened up with skulls and crossbones, you know, to show the, the impending death that was coming your direction, they would have, you know. So I think it you... even said that on one of the <laughs> Weather Channel Okay. Honest to goodness, it, it, I. But we couldn't get away from it because yeah. we needed to. We needed to we watch. Did, we needed to know. I, I think, and this again goes to what everyone else was seeing and what we were seeing. Um, we kept the Weather Channel on too because it was constant, you know. So that would give us, you know, some idea of the path. And, and we had our and local it, channel, so it was more trying to put us at ease. Yeah, oh. the, it, it was funny to see the local channels. We would turn those on, and it would be like, um, I don't even know how they, we've been through this before, everything will be good, um, this is Just what you, remember this and this, and no one was really talking about, now these are Orlando stations, yeah. um, no one was really talking about any type of evacuation, they were talking the word hunker, they were talking <laughs> about hunkering down. So that- you, the way you made it sounds like that should have been a drinking game or something. Oh, I oh seriously, goodness, yeah. <laughs> Pete. The entire state would still be hung over at this point with how many times they use that word. Okay, but you know, it, it is, it is what it is. You know, when it was happening, um, leading up to it, it is quite a buildup, and you do get tired of hearing certain things. But then again, you do understand that these islands did get hit hard. Um, that places in our state got hit hard i mean our state got hit hard um you know and just because we lucked out in our house we have people that just got power back today some of them i know some of our our teachers um just got their power back and you know they're dealing with flooding and air so i guess it's kind of hard for us to say that you can't use words like that uh especially when you don't know because you don't want to play it safe um I don't know how to – you don't want to not try to get your point across and then something horrible does happen and then you come off like a jerk, yeah. I guess. You know, I don't um, know how to describe it. When Cantori shows up down your street, you pretty much know you're in a world of hurt. Yes. You're in trouble. You are in trouble. So, hey, so tell me, with the frustration I saw, though, from a lot of Florida residents, and it wasn't – just you it was a lot of people so so what was the point that really put you over the edge when you were frustrated because it was like you know i've had a very similar discussion just recently where i can't fight two wars at the same time i can only fight one thing at a time was was that akin to what you were feeling or or what was the frustration i think that was my frustration is that why am i having to defend myself um in a situation where I'm the one and my family is the one that is going to be going through this. And we're the ones that have more information than the people who are telling us what to do. And that gets a little frustrating when you have, and you know, you do, you know, you have more information than the people who are insisting that you're stupid, that you're not doing the right thing for your family that you're reckless. Um, There were just many things that were said, and it wasn't just to us. I mean, 
you could you could look all over Facebook. I yeah. mean, I went and searched for it. It was all over the place of people saying, you know what? We need your prayers. We need your support. We don't need your criticism. And we don't need you to tell us what we're supposed to do. Hmm. Um, and I think I, there was on more than one occasion a heated debate that went on, you know, and, and we just – we understand concern, but I think what happens is after that concern turns into being a little pushy. Yeah. I would I would get it. You know, I, I guess I never really thought about the full implications. So here you are. You're in the middle of the state. You're being told to evacuate up both coasts, but not necessarily you. So you kind of want to evacuate. You kind of don't. You also realize you're going to have to go to work the next day or two days from now. You you can't get out of the state easy. You're sure as heck not going to get back into the state easy. You know what do you do? And you have a job. So and I realize that. Um. So tell me about like how did you prep for this thing? When did you start? Do, have, do you guys accumulate supplies well in advance? Do you have a running stock, or do you just kind of like a week out, or, or how do you how do you prep? I think a week out, we were still kind of. Still thinking about Hurricane Matthew and what that, like how that affected us, which didn't affect at all. Um, so we didn't, I don't think we took it serious, to okay. be at honest, first, at, at first, first yes. at first. You're right. um, and then when, you know, the news stations kind of hyped it up a little bit more, we're like, okay, maybe we should really actually think about things. Um, when my, when the schools started closing, we're like, okay. Well, by that time, a lot of places were already out of water. <laughs> okay. Um, and out of bread and. But we did do. I mean, we got caught last time. Well, I went to the grocery store to get water the night before Matthew hit, and it was completely bare. There was no bread, no water, nothing. I mean, mm. the whole aisle, um, no batteries, no flashlights, nothing. So we oh. did. I ordered batteries from Amazon ahead of time. Had we them did, delivered. Yeah. Um, we had our lanterns this time. We did get water, but in the end, we probably got enough water that we would normally drink. So we were drinking it because it's normal water. Yeah. Okay. Um, but we did start taking tap water, and as we drank our bottled waters, we filled them back up with tap water because we thought, well, that's better than nothing. Florida water is better than, you know, no water. Um, so we did start stockpiling that. And we did um, pour it up. One room. Yeah, we, we had a safe room, mm-hmm. and we knew that we had a ply, piece of plywood that we could board that room up. It only had one window. It had a closet. It was facing the correct direction for us. Um, so we had that in place. But honestly, I think we didn't – we're not real good on the preparing um, with food. <laughs> um, the day or two before, we noticed that we – we were going to have to go on a strict diet of chips and <laughs> chips um, and maybe some brownies. And I mean, we are hunkering down food. Look like a, I don't even know what, like a kid's sleepover. Yeah. So, um, it and then, so Christina's at the grocery store. I think it was the Friday night. Uh, because they closed on Saturday. So she was in the store with Jordan Friday night FaceTiming me because I had said something about getting tuna. Like, you know, the, the tuna stuff that's already made up in the pouches. And, yeah. 
you know, you can put on crackers and it tastes good. Well, I'm so everything. glad you know what he's talking about because I did not. Really? They have multiple flavors <laughs> of chicken of the sea? Okay, no, no problem. Well, she's FaceTiming me and the aisle where that stuff is is not there because that's what everybody else got. Okay. And they were trying to get like sardines and I don't know what, but. <laughs> I don't know. We Basically, were... anything shelf stable is what people exactly. Were looking for. So I just went for the pop tarts and good girl, Chef Boyardee. <laughs> we were amateurs, amateur hour, yeah. um, preparing for a hurricane. So it is actually a very good. We would have been okay. We we had enough. Well, it's a good thing we didn't lose power. No, but we did. Um, we filled the freezer with bags of ice which we now cannot get out of the freezer yeah that's not a good thing um you know the like ziploc bags yes we filled the freezer bags filled with water well when i put them in the freezer i put them in there so tight so when they froze now they're just oh, lodged no. in there oh no you so, to, yeah you have to use your old hair dryer and try to get what you can okay okay so let me just make a couple of comments i'm envisioning christina and michael saying okay i know the water's gone but the little Debbies and the Mountain Dew, that's still there, right? And I could just imagine that stockpiled your cart. Did you have a Mountain Dew stockpile, Mike, during this whole thing? Uh, yeah, but it, <laughs> it started to get a little low for my liking, so we did have to get a little more that Dane, night before. Dane, yeah. Do run. Do yeah. run. So, you know, of course, Facebook ads pop up during this entire thing, and everyone's got, like, their uh, hurricane prep kit. You know, like these Facebook ads. But I did see something pretty intelligent. So, and I thought about you guys. Not that you would ever need this much water. But there's a company that makes, and for lack of a better term, it's a giant bladder. And it literally goes into your bathtub. And you fill this bladder with water. And it'll keep the water drinkable for up to like 120 days in your bathtub. And you just use a pump to fill it up. Use a pump to pull it out. But it was an inflatable bladder for inside your bathtub. And I thought, you know what? Somebody was through a hurricane, probably came up short in the water department, had this great idea. And it's genius, and it's so simple. I wonder how come we didn't think of that, and we could be living like fat cats somewhere, you know? Yeah, <sighs> there were so many things. And, you know, we also saw a lot of things where it conflicted. We're looking up, how do you prepare for a hurricane? People were like, tape your windows. Others were like, do not tape your windows. <laughs> and... So it's like conflicting advice all yeah. over the place. Hey, and I should I should stop right here and say, hey, by our use of our humor and our laughter, by no means are we trying to go and downplay anyone's misfortune in this. Um, over years, that's how I personally deal with stressful situations is I have awful humor and I insert it every time possible. So um, my intention is not to offend anybody. So I do apologize if I have. But um, And ours too. Same here. Yeah, yeah, we... We know people who have been impacted, and, and no way are we downplaying it. Because I'm telling you, we're going to get ready to talk about it, hopefully. But this, it was terrifying. Okay, so so um, here, so, so uh, here we go. Hang on, wait a minute. Don't 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 spoil don't spoil it, Pete. A little hurricane wind sound, if you wouldn't mind, please. Okay, there we go, Michael. The storm. Tell us all about it. I I don't even know how to describe. Here's what I'm going to say. The next day, and this will, this will tell you something. The next day, I looked at Christina and I said, can you still hear the wind? I mean, this is actually after the wind had stopped. It was so 
bad and so ingrained into our head that even after the wind had stopped, we were still hearing it. Like a, like a um, concert. This, yeah, this is, it's just nothing like I've heard before. The most eerie sounds, wind blowing through things and making like whistles. Whistling, yeah, like a siren. Um, just things, trees blowing. Uh, I just, I've never seen anything like it. Our house was shaking. Yeah, the house shook. Okay, um, can I ask, what is your house construction? What is it made of? It's uh, concrete. Okay. I mean, it's a it's a concrete house. Uh, we just had a new roof put on. Okay. Um, so we were fairly confident in that, at least. All right. Brand new uh, roof, our... concrete house. So it's really strong in the wind. Okay. Chris, Chris, yeah. they're not the three little pigs. They <laughs> don't have a house of straw or well, of sticks. Well, you know what? I'm thinking maybe it was like stucco. You know what I'm saying, Pete? Or maybe they had just one of those prefabricated houses. Or maybe they had... Uh, you know, a subdivision where it's final sided. I wanted to make sure. I, I didn't know. It, it's not straw. Or, or, yeah, or, or I, hey, is it I, Michael? I did see somebody on Facebook that was literally going outside to keep things from blowing again, like blowing in down the street and hitting their truck. <laughs> That's... And to me, that seemed a little, I don't know, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, I got to the point where I was trying to give updates, and I was out in it. I mean, I mean, I wanted to be a meteorologist back in the day. So, yeah, I, there is a part of me that wants to be one of those crazy weather people out there. But I there. don't let them. But, well, yeah. <laughs> but there came a point at about, I think it was probably about 7 or 8 o'clock in the evening, where this gust came through, and I said, okay, I'm out. We're done. Yeah. I'm done. I was um, watching the video when that happened, I believe. Yeah, yeah. It was live in that, yeah, in the group. I was like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Um, because it just got a little crazy. Um, and I, I honestly, I don't know how to describe the feeling through the night and it didn't stop. It just kept going and going. Did the pressure change? Did you feel a pressure change? Yes, he did. I didn't, but he kept talking about his ears. Hmm. Yeah. My, my ears popped pretty bad and pretty early on it was um when the winds weren't that bad yet but i could feel the pressure uh my ears obviously are i can always when we go up in the mountains and stuff it's pretty bad but um yeah i I could definitely sense the pressure change how much rainfall did you get during the entire storm i don't even know they didn't give measurements from... from well, the... what's funny is I tried to find measurements for wind speed and for rain, and after it was all over, it was just like it was over. Okay. They're all about predicting, but when they have actual numbers to share with us, they weren't too <coughs> forthcoming in sharing. Oh, really? So, yeah. Okay, so in Chicago, yeah, we get a we get a couple-day thunderstorm. Oh, they're too happy to show you the rainfall total at O'Hare Airport and everywhere else around. So I figured they might have that information at hand. And maybe they did, but after the fact, we were just, like, done. We wanted to be done with the Weather Channel. Yeah. Okay. So, I understand that hurricane season really starts, it starts almost in the summertime, the end of the summer. Is that correct? Like, August? June. Oh, okay. June June 1st through November 30th, I think, is hurricane season. Okay. So, you still potentially have hurricanes for another 45, 50, 60 days or so. Is that correct? Yes, and a cruise in there, too. And a cruise mixed in there. We're hoping we miss all the hurricanes. But, okay, so there's there's another one potentially in the Caribbean. What would you do different 
now if you knew it was on a direct path? Would you do anything differently? And the answer could be I, no. I would board the house. Okay. The whole house. So that way we... But there was a point I thought we were going to lose our windows. Yeah. It sounded like they were cracking. Yeah. So that was pretty scary. Okay. So yeah, boarding up the house, definitely. I mean, if we boarded up the house, we could still kind of go to the room we thought was the safest. But at that point, we would still have access to the majority of the house. And is that where you stayed? You stayed essentially in Jordan's room the entire evening at that point? We did for yeah. actually two nights because at that point we didn't know when exactly it was going to hit. And I was so scared it would hit when we were all sleeping okay. and something would happen. Gotcha. Okay, that's that's a terrifying situation. Yeah, the not knowing. It's, it's It probably was almost a relief to have it in, you know, you know, you know around you guys knowing it's here. And then you could judge it in your mind if it was as bad as you thought or not. But the waiting for it must have been just, just terrible. We were right in the the eye about 2 o'clock in the morning, and I was so tired. I'm like, just be done already. Just be done. Wow. Yeah, we were watching the news, and they said, all right, it's getting ready to go over. And they were naming cities. And they would say, okay, it's going over, and, and we're uh, the cl- city we're closest to, it said like 1248 I think, a.m. So we got to 12.48 a.m., and yeah, it was still rocking, but it's been rocking for the past, like, four hours. Okay. And so I'm thinking, like, a thunderstorm. You know, we're originally from Ohio, you know. From Chicago, you get thunderstorms. When that radar goes away, you're you're pretty much in the clear. Mm-hmm. Well, the radar was gone. It wasn't anywhere near us. The, the red, the all that stuff, the winds just kept going. It didn't stop until... No, no, it didn't stop until like noon. We were outside walking around at, you know, eight or nine o'clock walking around the neighborhood, but it was still windy. Yeah, the wind was bad. So, well, no, the rain kind of had stopped. But what got me was when you're that tired and you're that on pins and needles and stressed, um, worrying that your windows are going to fly in or, or whatever is going to happen. Um, it, you want it to stop. Yeah. And it just, luckily Christina and the boys got to sleep. Cameron slept through the whole thing. Yeah, he did. So Cameron went to sleep at about nine, 10 o'clock and he was out until nine in the morning. Um, what hurricane? I know. He he doesn't even know <laughs> he anything. Know. He was so excited that we all got to camp out in his brother's room that yeah, that's all he cared about. Okay. Pretty cool. So, I, you know, I, I don't mean to make light in the middle of the state. It didn't look like the, the damage was all that significant, just judging based upon, you know, the damage I saw at your property. And I know it could be different locally for somebody else. Or the damage really I saw over at Walt Disney World. I didn't see a whole lot of damage there. Some small things, but nothing major. And is that what you can confirm as well, too? Or was there more damage than that? I think it depends what street you went on. I mean, our neighborhood wasn't affected as bad as someone right down the street from us. And it really depended on the structures and mm-hmm. and uh, things like that. There wasn't a wood fence that I think made it. No. Um, our neighbors kind of did uh, on one side, but... Um, most wood fences are down, were down and, and things like that. And I think, and this, this might sound silly, 
but the day after, I kind of took offense when I kept hearing, oh, well, that wasn't that bad, or oh, that wasn't that. And I understand that it wasn't. People got hit much worse. But after you come out of something like that, and you're terrified for eight, nine, ten hours, and then people saying, well, it's no big deal, you start to think, well, you go through it. Yeah. You do it. You know, and then come out on the other end and tell me that. But we do feel fortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple screens missing and some stuff to screw together. No big deal. Yeah. Um, Was there gosh, any my... damage to your car? No, no. Okay. Um, we we were so lucky. Um, I just, I know people around us. Some people weren't. Uh, they had trees on their property and. Um, things like that, but uh, I think for the most part, we got pretty lucky. Okay. Peter, you got any questions for uh, Michael and Christina? Um, things... Uh, I mean, it... I, I know I haven't been real vocal this episode. I've just kind of been sitting here listening, and you know, the one thing that you said, Michael, was that you know everybody else was judging the way you, you were preparing, or you know the way somebody else was preparing. You know what? That's that's a personal decision. I don't think anybody needs to be trying to say, "Oh, you you did that wrong," or "You put your family in danger." That was everyone's personal decision and how they wanted or how they felt they should prepare. So, to the people that were judging how others were getting ready for this, shame on you. For those that went through it, congratulations. I'm glad most people came out on the other side relatively unscathed. I mean, I know there's people out there that lost a lot of property and their belongings and things like that. All that stuff can be replaced. Um, from what I understand, I don't think there were any deaths attributed to the hurricane in the U.S., hmm. I believe. I don't think I heard of any, at least. Yeah, I don't I don't think so, so either, but I hate to, to that say that. Degree, yeah. I, yeah, but to that degree, I think we can all say that this one was pretty well prepared for in general and hopefully the next one will be as well. That's a great point, because I think the preparation was so good, and that's why there was, you know, uh, a very little loss of human life in the United States. Um, so, And I think we can we can also attribute that to, at the, uh, to Harvey as well, um, mm-hmm. because I think that, and we were talking about this at the beginning, as a negative. We were like, the only reason everybody's getting all excited about this and the only reason the governor's getting all excited about this is because of political reasons and and if he doesn't then something happens like um with harvey then there but then it turned to thank goodness that we did react that way yeah um and it could be because of that you know that we had to take it a little more seriously because of what had happened in texas i mean that that hit them at night um, they didn't seem to even know that that was coming their way, and and that's scary. Yeah. So, in, in no way am I saying this is even close. 
But in Chicago, Michael, we get, and Christina, we get snow periodically that is, you know, just stupefyingly large. But when we get that snowstorm for the next few years, any snow prediction is literally like the next greatest snow prediction. So talk about over-preparation and trying to make sure people are prepared for that. You know, a couple of years ago, actually on Super Bowl Sunday, we got like a, I don't know, Pete, I don't know if you remember this, it was like 18 inches or more on one given night. It was an, it was mm-hmm. an insane amount of snow. And then every time there's snow predicted for over like two inches, it is literally snowmageddon in Chicagoland. Pe- oh, yeah. People are yeah. out putting chairs in the street to save their parking space. And, you know, we laugh, but it's like, you know what? Now we're at least prepared, and the media is like, hey, listen, it's probably not going to be this bad, but be prepared, you know? So, in a way, I kind of see the benefit of having a little overreaction in that, too, as well, as opposed to an underreaction. Yeah, and I've never seen anything like this. It was so it was so well done. I applaud our governor. I applaud anyone that worked with them, um, no matter what political affiliations are. You know what I mean? It was done well. Um, and I think that uh, I was proud to be a Floridian. Um, I, I still am. I know that I'm not, wasn't born here. I'm not native. Um, but uh, you know, I heard somewhere one say somewhere, you know, you've been through your first hurricane. So now you're, you're a Floridian, you know, um, I don't necessarily believe that wholeheartedly but i do have a certain sense of pride with the way that we all came together we listened to our local law enforcement who told us what we needed to be doing um we didn't overreact to the point of putting other people's lives in danger um i think that the necessary steps were taken to get people gas when they needed it um to get water brought in when it was needed uh I'm just overall impressed with the logistics and the planning that went into making sure that no more lives were lost than had to be. Mm -hmm. Christina, has life returned to normal in Central Florida? Are all the grocery stores stocked up, gas stations stocked up? No. (laughs) Okay. Where does it sit right now? Um, Currently in our area, we're fine. Um, Some things are limited. Um, You know, still waiting on, you know, like bread and frozen items, stuff like that, especially if some stores have lost power. Um, yeah. Fast food restaurants have limited, you know, um, menus and stuff. But, um, a lot of my coworkers, the, where they live, cause, um, I have a, about a 30 minute commute to work. So their area got hit a lot harder and, they're just getting their power back and their restaurants and their stores there um, still trying to stock up. Some grocery stores are not even open yet. So. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so, yeah, so still. I haven't gone back to school yet. Yeah, we, um, we went back today. Um, teachers did, but kids, they don't come back until tomorrow. So wow. pray for us all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, they haven't. They haven't been in school since they didn't have to go to school Thursday. Um, yeah, they, they Thursday didn't take attendance, right? right. And, then, right. and then Friday, we were all it out. Was, everybody was out. It was closed. Um, and then, of course, the full week, 
So, yeah, I mean, it's longer than, like... It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Okay. To get everyone back on their feet. That would uh-huh. make sense, too. Okay, so here's my last question. Does going through something like this and knowing that it has the potential to, frankly, occur every year, does that affect the way you perceive living in Florida? Yes. Okay. For me. Okay. Tell me how. I mean, is that does that make Florida... I mean, is that going to weigh as a, as a negative in the future in your mind for living in the state? Most definitely, in my opinion. Um, it's, it's a negative for me. Okay. Michael, what do you think? I think that there's other things that are bigger mm-hmm. factors for me um, for not living in Florida other than that. I think... We've been here six years. I would say we've been through one and 1.1 of a hurricane. We had a tropical storm one time that it didn't think, I didn't think it was going to stop raining for like two days. Um, But no, I think I would be willing to board up the house and do what I needed to do and and, uh, maintain the house to stay here. But I think other factors would cause me to leave Florida before that missing family, um, things of that nature. I don't think the weather would. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So, you know what? I appreciate you guys sharing with us today. You know, I know that as a, uh, you know, a Floridian, you know, I, I saw, I was following along. Heck, I was one of the guys that sent you texts. I don't recall if I was telling you exactly what to do, but I was just kind of sending you my, hey, I hope everything's going to work out okay, yada, 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 you owe me 10 bucks, stuff like that. You know, I want to make sure I got that in before before the storm came. Um, You know, so I'm sure I contributed to some of that anxiety. But I appreciate you sharing that because, you know, if you're listening to this show anywhere other than the state of Florida, you really don't know what it's like to be there. And so I appreciate your input and your viewpoints on that. And I do want to say we appreciate everyone caring. We do. I think that um, stresses and tensions ran a little high during the peak of it um, and probably right after the fact. Um, and I think I reacted in ways I shouldn't have. Um, I flew off the handle when I shouldn't have. I know people just care about us and I know they want us to be safe. And, you know, when you do care about people and you do love people, you do try to be a little bit convincing and assertive at times because you're scared too. Um, and And I think that you know, I, I had to try to put myself in, in the shoes of if I was in Ohio and Jordan and Cameron are grown and they're in Florida, um, how am I going to act? Yeah, that's you know, that's my boys down there. I'm scared for their safety. I don't know what's going to happen even more than they do. Um, so I, I understand it. We love everybody. If I did offend anybody with my frustration, I do apologize. But yeah. I, I think it is what it is. Okay. Um, with that, I think uh, I think we're pretty much done for the evening. So I wanted to thank you guys for coming on and joining us, giving us your viewpoint, trying to bring some of your experience to uh, you know people who would not otherwise have it. So you know, for my friend Pete, oh, you know what? Actually, at this point, you know what, Pete, we haven't done this for so long. Um, Pete, what is your uh, what, what is the best way for people to get in contact with you? I don't remember. You don't remember. It's no. It, you can get us get us both on on the Facebook page, the WWB podcast. Um, I'm at Magic Mouse Medic on Instagram and 
Twitter. I, 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 I don't even know if I have anything else. Like, in complete honesty there, I don't think I do. <laughs> the Dub DW Review Facebook page. Michael, Christina, I know you guys are, you know, one of you know, our great sponsors and, you know, one of our, you know, best friends. So, um, I know you guys have your YouTube channel, which is the Theme Park Brothers. Um, I know you've got, uh, you, you know, your personal Facebook pages and you've got your Twitter pages as well, too. But anything else you'd like to mention? No, I, that's pretty much go over to Theme Park Brothers and anyone who is listening and hasn't subscribed I don't know why you haven't. No, go over and subscribe to Theme Park Brothers on YouTube. That, that's it. That's it. You don't want to follow my personal page on Facebook. I'm a little cranky. He, he is cranky. He is cranky, especially at hurricane time. Okay. So for my friend Peter, for my friend Michael, for my friend Christina, I want to thank you for listening. Have a great day. See you, everybody. Michael. Say goodbye, Mike. Bye, everybody.